Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. center of the galaxy this is the fourth center podcast feed on kind for another edition of spotlight star wars we're back uh and it's episode 74 of spotlight star wars which is usually a monologue for me to you the fans and there's uh, there's a lot i i could monologue on you know i've been reading the darth maul comic it's been going great issue two of the darth maul comic is really good i like the direction they're taking it i am surprised and i and i'm not afraid to admit when i was wrong on something i was not looking forward to the darth maul comic Kind of done with the Maul character. Happy to see him get a proper Viking send-off. Um, but 
this series is changing my tomb. Uh, there's a lot of great things going on. I'll do more of discussion about that later on. Let me know what you think. If you're reading the Darth Maul comic, write to me on Twitter at Ken Napsack. Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars and let me know what you've been thinking of the Darth Maul comic. Now, as I said, uh, this show is generally a monologue every once in a while, though. Another voice drops in, and uh, usually, nine times out of ten, that voice is Mark Yodi Riley. Well, it's so good to be here, Mr. Knapsack. You are one of my favorite Star Wars fans. We well, spend thank a, you. We spent a lot of time in this Collider uh, writing room, which is where we're uh, on location today, yeah. taking a break from taping some Schmodown stuff and some Collider things. Uh, you just wrote a great script I can't share revolving around Snoke. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It was high praise to get you laughing as well as Josh McCuga. Our fellow brother at arms here in the writer's room. Yeah. We all try to uh, make each other laugh, and I'm, I'm so happy that, God, so lucky that we could do this, actually. It is it is great. It's too good to stop and think and get perspective. Why is Snoke, what about Snoke, is created such this fun side 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 genre of Snoke theory humor? I, I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, you know, he's introduced. He very mysteriously... And yeah. no answers given. Yeah. And then what really did it for me and what started my own insane theory speculation was when yeah. I heard the music accompanying Force Awakens right. Snoke, some, a, a, a very ingenious fan on Twitter tagged yeah. me with it and said it's the same music playing when Palpatine tells him about the, the Darth Plagueis, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the, the Wise. The great scene from Revenge of the Sith. Exactly. Yes. So I went back and went, oh, my God, he must be Darth Plagueis. <laughs> and then that started a conversation. And then, you know, I think it was, was it Pablo Hidalgo said, yeah. no, 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 it's not, no. not Plagueis. And then it just started. And then it was we were running across all these theories. Yeah. One of the very first crash courses we did here at Collider, which I wrote, was some of the theories out there, Boba Fett being Boba one. Boba Fett. Tarkin, which is my favorite. Tarkin, really? It not not in the fact that it's true. Yeah. In the fact that somebody sure, could actually sure. think that this man was blown at, <laughs> out of space on the Death Star and he could rode, survive. He rode a piece of debris all the way to Yavin 4 and yeah. recovered. Uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu Jar Jar being Binks, another. Jar Jar Binks. Ezra Bridger. Ezra's there, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. out there? Is there any more? I, there, there's a, I'm sure Qui-Gon. Why not? Throw him Yoda. Let's throw Yoda. him all in there. Why not? Um, um, and, and at the end of the day, it's probably going to be something pretty obvious, which it's a completely new character from the Outer Rim. Yeah. Outer regions, I should say. Even beyond the Outer Rim. Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand with the life, not life dead, sorry. Empire's End. Empire's yeah. End. There's kind it, of a hint. I haven't it, it read it. It could book. be. could be. And, and yeah, I don't want to spoil for anyone who hasn't read it, but I definitely, that's that, that part of Empire's End. There's a lot in Empire's End I like, but I think that part pertaining to the, the unknown regions uh, is, is why I think the Aftermath trilogy becomes must must read material for any Star Wars fan when you can. Riley, be put in that audio book and head on head on up the five freeway. Like I, I want to. I yeah. really do. Um, yeah. What I find amazing about all the speculation is we've yeah. never really had that in the Star Wars universe or the original trilogy. Thank you. I keep. I always keep saying that's what Force Awakens did. Yes, it's it, it occurred to me just now. By the way, that I'm like, wait, <laughs> we never the original trilogy. Yeah. Here it is. Maybe, maybe it was yeah. between eighty and eighty three. Yeah, you're wondering if Darth Vader is either lying or is actually Luke's father. Yeah. So that's that's as far as you got with speculation. But the, everything was pretty laid out, even the prequels, I would say. It's yeah. all there. It's all there. There's no mysterious characters running around without a name. or So we have Rey and we have Snoke as the all the theories going yeah. forward. And I'm wondering if that's just J.J. J. Abrams 
And because I of mean, his mystery box? Mystery box, Lost. Could Lost. Be. I mean, Lost yeah. was one of the first big specula- speculative mm-hmm. programs, yep. you know? Yep. Game of Thrones, I think we live in a post-Game of Thrones world where people want big deaths. They want big mysteries. They like yeah. Uh, yeah. Unsol- uh, unsolved, like to solve mysteries. But yeah, you're right. It's, Snoke and Ray. It's interesting. So it's yeah. it's a lot of fun here in the writer's room. Yeah. <laughs> we get to play with speculate. it. Hey, the other day, we got the chance to watch Rogue One again. We did a commentary. It's up on the Collider channel. Um, mm. And you know what? A lot of Force Center fans ask uh, for commentaries here. Joseph and I have done commentaries in other places. Um, Jedi Alliance, Collider. And, I, you know, we could work towards a night. It'd be a fun night if me, Joseph, and Jennifer sit down and maybe special guests like uh, Mark Riley here and watch one of these movies and, and do our own special brand of commentary. But, yeah. Riley, we got to do it the other day. Uh, you weren't on it, per se, but right. but it was so funny. When the Darth Vader scene was coming up, everyone in the office gathered around. I Yeah, I walked in. I think I was working, running around the office, as I tend yeah. to do, but... A couple moments, I did stay out of sight <laughs> for the, the camera, assault yeah. on Scarif, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. where I see some of the the the, yeah. uh, the red not red five well red five red it's five, an untimely yeah, yeah. De- demise um, <laughs> blue blue squadron gold, yeah gold some leader, of, some of those um, I caught the the R two and three PO cameo yeah then I ran off and then. Walked in right as it was about to happen, and I yeah. went, "Oh!" And there's Wendy, and there's Dennis, and we all come Grace, in. Grace, everyone having. I, I saw a great picture that somebody sent out yes. on Twitter. There was like just you, Ellis, and Christian, and yeah. then, then Vader scene. Everybody, everybody, it's great. What is it about that scene? Because watching the movie again, I still have some problems in Act One and Two, and and, and that's nitpicky stuff. But you know, overall, I enjoyed the movie, obviously. And uh, what is it about that scene that just that we Star Wars fans love? I, I think it was the culmination of 40 years of wanting to see what we saw <laughs> yeah. because we never really saw Vader yeah. in that light. Yeah. And we were promised it then, 20 years later, we were promised mm-hmm. the fall of Anakin Skywalker and the rise of Darth Vader and him systematically hunting down the Jedi. Jedi. And we never saw it. I mean, we, we saw Darth Vader. We saw, we but saw, not the Vader we know. We saw the yeah Vader, yeah the the, the killing younglings, and and that's an easy joke to make. But yeah, sure. we didn't get that. And if we get that, even if it's, I mean, we're specifically, and that's that we could talk about that about you know cape and helmet, mm-hmm. uh, Vader. But if if Anakin had become Darth Vader and he was still a pretty boy, but he's still going around being badass Darth Vader, might have fulfilled that need a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. it's still it's about it's about cape and helmet Vader. We wanted that, and yeah. we finally got it. And in a way, we even brought it up on Collider Nightmares. Yeah, it was a horror moment. He's a monster, and that's what I loved is that we just saw him wreck shop. Yeah, and the and then let's look at it this way as well. Mm-hmm. For me, I look at the filmmaking, right? The shot, the the effects, the music, the editing, mm-hmm. everything. That is a dynamic scene that I just, I mean, it when is. he's holding, I mean, he lifts up mm-hmm. some poor soldier, yeah. sap with the force <laughs> and swipes guys' heads off. And I mean, yeah. no heads are rolling, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. Man, it was just so beautiful to see. Absolutely. And it, it's, it's a root for the villain moment. And then that, that video that's going around, I, I'm generally I'm notoriously against fan edits and stuff like that. But I got to say, the one that was going around this week of, uh, of uh, the end of Rogue One seamlessly taped yep. uh, with, with scotch tape up against the beginning of New Hope. I love that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it's pretty seamless, too. It really like, yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, you got to get, you know, get rid of the crawl for New sure. Hope. but. You get the idea, and I love it. Yeah. Now, I did so about that beginning and end at Rogue One into New Hope. We grew up without a doubt. There was this 
the idea that, you know, the blockade runner was on the run in the middle of nowhere and this cruiser had been chasing it. And now that we see it's tied to the Battle of Scarif and everything, does that diminish the beginning of New Hope to you at all? No, not at all. And mostly, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you look at, and I think you did this, mm-hmm. we went to the press screening uh, yeah. that Disney was so kind uh, enough to give us at, with my girlfriend, Julie. And we raced home and put on New Hope. Yeah. And it, for some reason that now, I never thought I would say this, how it enhances that moment. I I could see on that side. I, I could see the other side of, hey, we had a different version of this and Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Leia's playing dumb, Vader's, you know. But I still think that stuff stands. And that's why I can I, I enjoyed it. And seeing it really edited together kind of brought that forward to, into my brain that, that mm-hmm. I mean, you got the sounds of the sirens on the blockade runner. You got, you got uh, the hallway that it, they did painstakingly accurate Yeah, that I just, it kind of does enhance it. To it, me. it. Yeah. It was just this great, mm-hmm. I don't know. It added so much mm-hmm. to the stakes um, mm-hmm. as well. When you meet up with Leia and Vader, <coughs> excuse yeah. me, and Vader seems very pissed. And you, yeah. you kind of get that, you know, commanders, tear the ship apart. Yeah. Before, you know, he's really he's frustrated. He's, he's frustrated. And he that's so close. And that was all there originally. So mm-hmm. then when you add in that you just saw Vader kill mm-hmm. some rebels and, and just barely yeah. miss the blockade runner before, you know, yeah. ultimately finally catching up to it. But for me, it just uh, added such a new level that I love. Yeah. I, I can get some of the. The, the detractors out there that say, you know, mm. oh, it doesn't really make sense. Um, right. I know there's a conversation like, did they beam the plans aboard? Were they right. handed off? I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't get that. And look, as, as, as new canon expands and more and more Star Wars material shows up, you know, they're trying to fill in some blanks. And that's a good thing. I love the idea behind Rogue One that John Knoll had come up with. I, I like this idea. I really I really had no problem with that because um, that is a, an intriguing part of the crawl and a new hope. It's what happened? What's this battle? So when they're filling in these blanks, but maybe they can go too far. Maybe there's some things that we like that are re- to remain mystery. That we just don't need origins, you know? Sure. But yeah. I, th- I think I'm okay with trying to do with Rogue One. Yeah, I thought I thought Rogue One was the the most obvious way to mm-hmm. fill in some of the gaps with that opening crawl, as you mentioned, and then yeah. getting the Death Star plans. How do they get them? I think that's a great thing, but I also agree with you. I think there are some mysteries that mm-hmm. we we don't need to touch. Yeah. I don't really have an example right now in the Star Wars well, universe. A lot of it, too, might be origin stories. I think I have still generally have a lot of faith in what's happening with the Han Solo film. Yeah. The people behind it, the cast, all that kind of stuff. And even the stuff with Iger saying, like, I still think it might be more about its reputation than him getting a name. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. Yeah. reacting as strongly as some people have. I mean, I was yeah. on my Facebook feed the other day, and somebody was like, F you, Disney! I'm like, oh, okay, that escalated quickly. <laughs> like we, we don't know what they're doing we, yet. We don't yeah. know. that. Look, Bob Iger's a very busy man. Yeah. What if that was just a flub? What if he's yeah. just like, he's like thinking about yeah. something he's else? talking to investors. Yeah. He's just yeah. talking, because, yeah, take it in this way. That's a good point, yeah. man. He's talking to investors. He's not talking to fans. Yeah. So I don't think the investors dropped their coffee and went, <laughs> what? Han Solo? Is that, that's not his real name? Yeah. It's Yes, it's Indiana Smith. Yeah. His real right. name is Indiana Smith. Dave the dog, Indiana. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's dangerous ground. I will admit that, too. Yes. Like, if it's too much of it. Now, look, we, we, you're a Han Solo guy, too, like mm-hmm. me. Um, do, do you want to see the Kessel Run? No. Okay. Here's why. Um, that is something 
of a legendary line mm-hmm. and an, a legendary thing about Han Solo. Right. It would be fun to give make that. Am I changing my mind as I talk? Okay. <laughs> I was. I'm just going to let you discover this yourself. I'm Mark. discovering it. For some reason, I absolutely. I just went no. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's coming from a brighter <laughs> uh, character part because it's something that kind of fills in the blanks without needing to see it. It's just mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. But what can we get? In place of that, or how can we learn about the Kessel Run where we see him do something right. that kind of, I don't know. You know like, like, here, here's how I would, uh, I'm not telling Disney, Lucasfilm, Lord and Miller, and anyone how to tell their story. They're more qualified than I. Mm. But, you know, all right, maybe the Kessel Run remains a mystery and a running joke. Mm. It was mentioned in Force Awakens, Ray, oh, Kessel Run, 14 part six, 12, yeah. 14. Yeah. Um, that, and then, but, but maybe we see the, the Sabak game. Him and the Lando. The game I want to see. I could, you know, I could, I could, uh, I could be happy with that. Well, because I think there's a lot of character that you can yes. introduce there, not only with Lando, but with Han, and then their dynamic. And right. that's like a game. I don't know what Sabic is. There, that's a deep cut that I'm not. Yeah, aware I mean, you of. could you could figure. Yeah, I know. Could, I know the there's... idiots array and all that kind of stuff. You could find out how to play it. You and I. Sure. It's, it's you and I share similar. We're deep, deep Star Wars fans. But sometimes those little things, like I don't need to know how to play Dejeric or Sabic. I, I don't need to. Yeah, and I don't. I'll respect I, if you know how to play it. Yeah, and I don't have the brain power to learn <laughs> uh, yeah. what what this whatever it is. So it'd yeah. be interesting just to see that game. Is it like? Poker? Is it like, right. you know, are we going to get like a Casino Royale, James Bond sitting around with mm-hmm. uh, Lef- uh, what's his? Uh, uh, Lafitte? Lafitte, yeah. And um, we're going to see that dynamic with Lando and Han. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I I think it's worthy of telling a story of how Han got the Millennium Falcon. Yes. And um, maybe the, with the Kessel Run, it seems like there's a lot. There's the mm-hmm. him meeting Chewbacca. Right. Him meeting Lando. Him getting the Millennium Falcon. Right. Kessel Run. Yeah. What else? I mean, how much? That's yeah. a lot to cover. Yeah, that is a lot to cover, and it's the big moments. And you know, I'm also thinking too of the, um, you know, if if if, if Santa Staros is in this, and and there's, but that's that's new canon that a lot of people aren't going to particularly care about. They're not mm-hmm. going to know. There's not a lot of not as many comic book readers who know that Santa Solo or Santa Staros is this character that claimed to be Maradon Solo and was part of this trick that a play or whatever it was we don't know the whole story right. and if that's in a movie it's going to be brand new to a lot of people so i don't think there needs to be a focus on it i wish there was i wish, wish tessa thompson was playing her all that kind of stuff right. but these big iconic moments yeah that's the question I, I do we need to see it the chewbacca one i get because maybe they need to establish it in new canon it definitely yeah. established an old canon. I think one of what one of the stories is, you know, while he was in the Imperial Academy, Chewbacca <coughs> Han is in the Academy. He witnesses some stormtroopers beating up Chewie, saves some life dead. Right, right. You know, I don't know if we need that or they want to establish it on their own. Yeah, that'll that's that's fun to speculate on on how they're going to introduce it. And I think it's that's a worthy telling because I think again, right, if you're doing young Han Solo, you're getting a a, a youngish. Chewbacca, I don't know how old he is. Right, right, <laughs> um, right, right. But to that's a good character moment. Right. That, again, it goes to character and storytelling, and I like the idea of seeing that. Right. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm editing this, Mark, but we had to stop because we, we had to do some work. Oh, my God. Mid-conversation, Spotlight Star Wars got interrupted. How dare they? I mean, it's like they wanted us to do work yeah. at the office. Stupid. This is, I mean. It's just silly. That's really silly. I mean, I'm looking at this picture of Batman that I have <laughs> hung on the, on the wall here, and I'm like, this is my, my playtime here. Yeah, what are you doing? Hey, we were talking about the, the reestablishing of the story of Han rescuing Chewie, and, and do you need that? Do you want to see that? Yeah, I, for that one, I do. Um, you know, there's something to be said. This is a fine line, too, because when you meet Han mm-hmm. in A New Hope, and he sits down and he says, 
I'm Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Chewie here tells me you're looking for Pat. That the fact that he just first you yeah. see Obi Wan talking to Chewie, yeah. Then he introduces you to Han. Then he just references Chewie. Told me, yeah. and you're like, this guy's walking around with that guy. Yeah. As a kid, I lost my mind. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I. So, so I you'd be loved okay it. figuring that out. That. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because again, if you look at it, A New Hope. And, and mm-hmm. at the story of it, I love so much that it wasn't explained. Yeah. It was just, this is your package. Yeah. And you learn about Han and Chewie throughout the movie, more so in Empire and Return of the Jedi. But it's never, ever talked about in the original trilogy. We had to get it right. in the canon offshoot, the legend offshoots now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, now, yeah. So, so now we have the chance to go and actually see it. Great. For me, that's a fan thing. And so would it work for you, Ken, if... Mm. In Young Han Solo movie, mm. same setup. Here's Han and Chewie. No explanation whatsoever. I, yeah, I'd be fine with that. I, 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 I would I'd too. And, I, and hit the ground running with that story. Maybe it comes up later. Maybe you talk. Maybe you talk about it. How would you two c- come along? Well, uh, yeah, I saved him from the thing. And yeah, um, I'd be okay with that. And but what I also like and what gets mm. my fan fervor going is. Their dynamic in the original trilogy, and it was, mm-hmm. and it was great again in Force Awakens, was that mm-hmm. th- th- this old married couple, you know? Yeah. They're like, Chewie, get back here. No, yeah. he's shaking his head. Chewie, get back here. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I don't care what you smell. You know, it's just they have this great, you know, all right, don't lose your temper. I'll, right. c- I'll come on over and give you a hand. You know, it's that dynamic that's right. so great. It would be fun to see that. Start. We it would be fun to see that yeah. dynamic where you know they they meet and then they establish that rapport. And what is Han? How does Han understand Chewie? Right. Do, yeah. I, right. I, I, At what point do he learn to speak? Uh, speak Wookie. Yeah. Which I, which I know has an actual language name. I don't remember it. That's a deep cut. Again, it's a deep cut. I can't. I'm do going it to lose the Sam Witwer celebration. I don't know about that man. Uh, Although. He is a beast. Whitworth's a beast, but he wasn't perfect. He missed one. He missed a very deep cut question about uh, Green Group, Gray Group. He missed Gray, forgot Gray, and Return of the Jedi. Oh, and yeah, I was able great. to pick it up, but uh, great you know, leader. I missed two, I believe, and he missed one. And I, at Star Wars Celebration, if you're listening, you, you're out there in Orlando. Me, John Campia, going to be taking on Sam Whitworth in a three way dance Star Wars trivia uh, panel on Friday the 15th, 3 o'clock. 4 p.m., but check listings to make sure. Uh, and, and there's going to be some big surprises on the panel. going to be fun. So I don't know. I'm scared, Mark Riley. I, I'm scared. I, I would be, too. He's he's an intense person, he's too. He's a very intense guy. He, of, he is very mall-like. He very much is. Um, I have a, a, a bunch of uh, Star Wars podcasts that I do listen to. Yeah. When man. I say bunch, I mean two. Sure. Yours, uh, Force, Force Center, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Rebel Force Radio. Yeah, yeah. Rebel Force is great. And uh, after Twin Sons for Rebels, yeah. um, Whitwer came on that show with those guys. Yeah. And he just went right into the host. He's like, I'm going to take you to Star Wars school right now. And he just was <laughs> so intense. And he just broke it down about the prophecy and everything. Yeah, and he yeah. was, like I said, intense. So He is very intense. He's very intense. Um, well, he's a Sith. He so. is a Sith. He is a Sith. They deal in absolutes. So there's a lot going on. The Star Wars galaxy is all, um, as always. And, uh, you know, it's always good to have you on to talk about stuff, Mark. Um, I have one. I, you know, we go to the Twitter questions at hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Uh, uh, Spotlight Star Wars 
actually been off for a couple of weeks, so I didn't get any fresh ones um, other than one, a great one, that I've, I've, I've answered this question before. I've asked it before, but I love repeating it because it's so funny. I find that the answer changes even for myself. Ooh. It's from Jonas Berggren uh, at Jonas underscore Berggren. He says, if you could have one prop from any of the Star Wars movie sets, which item would you choose and why? Hmm. Uh, I've I've ch- changed my answer so many times I don't remember because there's so many things I'd want. Oh my god! Luke's I know. lightsaber I know is a big one. Um, you know I might want Vader's cape, hmm. uh, Han's DL44. Give me that. The dice from the Millennium Falcon in A hmm. New Hope. Uh, do you have anything? Any way direction you lean, Mark? I I would go with uh, Anakin's lightsaber that was in given to Luke that was in given okay. to Rey. But I would want the um, yeah I would want the uh, the prop replica from New Hope. Okay. Yeah. The, I think that would be my number one. The saber? The Sigma saber. saber. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I think the next would be Hans Blaster. Yeah. That, that would the be one. Ones. They're very iconic in, in look for me. Right. Uh, especially Hans Blaster. Sure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't it know. It also depends what qualifies as a prop because one of those R2s or a BB-8, oh, there's different versions that, that of them. That would be amazing. Yeah. I would love... A exact to scale replica Han and Carbonite hanging on my wall. Okay, well, yes, that, that would be. I could get behind. Absolutely that. amazing. Yeah. Where you walk in and you just like you turn on a light and the, yeah. all the things light up and there's a, a light Perfect. that shines on it just like Jabba's. And I I would really go crazy if I could actually then. You know, get the the version that you can actually press it and it melts and Harrison Ford comes out. Yeah, that'd be a great replica. Who are you? Somebody who loves you, <laughs> Liam. <laughs> yeah, um, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, free from the gravity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we could do. Yeah. I love so, it. Jonas, yeah, my my question, my answer changes a lot. I I think um, you know. Uh, Ray's staff is a popular one for me now. Oh, I'm such a fan yeah. of Ray. Um, I love Ray. Going back to the prequels, uh, there's there's things there I could like too. You know, Qui Gon's wig. Qui Gon's wig. Yeah, Qui Gon. Obi Wan's Padawan <laughs> tail. <laughs> I would I would just What's hang it? that. Is that a rat tail? No, yeah, it's a Padawan tail. Yeah, that's a great uh, Han and Carbonite life size uh, scale replica. What's that? Oh, that's Obi Wan's <laughs> tail from Phantom Menace. That's great. That's great. And also, shout out to Darth. Goody. I love that name. Darth Goody at M underscore go underscore Woody. Uh, he said he just discovered Force Center about a month ago, trying to catch up on the newest episodes. Big fan. We appreciate it. Nice. Uh, Joseph, Jennifer, and I appreciate that, too. Darth Goody finding us. Uh, Mark, it's always good to have you on to talk some Star Wars. I want to do something a little different with Spotlight Star Wars today because I could. Yes. And uh, you are the man to talk Star Wars with, with me, and I appreciate it. Well, it's so good being here, as always, my friend. Absolutely. I love talking Star Wars with you. It's good. It's good. You can follow him at Riley Around. Big Schmodown matches are coming up soon. Mm. we got the free-for-all if you're Schmodown fans in April, uh, mid-April. And then, again, Star Wars Celebration. I know a lot of you are going to be out there in the Orlando area uh, to enjoy Star Wars Celebration 2017, the last one for a year or so as they regroup and reset that convention uh, set for 2019, the next one after this one. So this is going to be big. Uh, Again, uh, like the Facebook page for center because uh, I'm going to try. Now, that word try might scare you. It might feel like a like I'm selling you a car here on a used car lot. Uh, I have a very busy schedule for celebration. Not complaining. Happy to go. But a lot going on for Collider and our show Awesome Tacular on Verizon, uh, Verizon Go 90. Um, I'm there for work. But Four Centers work as well. I take it seriously. So on the Facebook page, we're doing some live Facebook broadcasts when I can from the Four Center Facebook 
page for those who cannot get out to celebration do like uh, daily wrap-ups or vlogs just fun stuff little short things so like the facebook page like us on twitter we're trying to push for 2,000 likes at force center bob and uh go uh, write a review on twitter uh, excuse me on I, uh, itunes because that really helps us it really really helps us for some of the things we got planned in 2017 and you know, Force Center as a group, we would like to be at the next celebration um, in 2019. And they just don't take any old podcast. And sometimes they deny big podcasts and big groups. It's um, we want to be there. We want to be there for you, the fans, as we go along in this journey. So do that. Uh, that kind of stuff helps. It's not just us fishing for compliments. So that doesn't hurt my self-esteem. So that is it for Mark Riley for the rest of the Star Wars universe and you guys out there. This has been Spotlight Star Wars. We'll see you next time. May that force thing kind of sort of always remain around. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.